Welcome to the Jojo Marie Podcast, a place to come and connect, to get empowered, motivated, and inspired to take the next breath. In this complex world we now live in, we need to get back to simplicity in order to breathe through and heal in each moment. Check in to listen to inspirational talks and interviews that support your healing journey. It simply begins with you. Now here's Jojo Marie, life coach and motivational speaker. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Simply Jojo Marie podcast, episode two, where we are welcoming Gavin Ashley. He is a intuitive who has clients globally with phenomenal success stories, including mine. I am uh, quite a fan of his because I am also a client. I've had amazing results, and I thought it was um, important to the rounding out of my story to not only tell you the work that I have done on my own, um, but the people that have been an integral part of me growing within myself, expanding and, and really authenticating. And uh, Gavin Ashley has set the stage for that in working with me and empowering me. So I'd like to welcome Gavin Ashley. Well, thanks for having me on the show. And yeah, happy to be here. Um, so I think what we need to do is first uh, define what it is that you are when we say intuitive. Well, you know, a lot of people ask me that question. And I get that a lot, so I totally, it totally makes sense. But if you wanted to really break it down, uh, when we're talking about intuition, we're talking about the the gift, the skill of being able to access information that might not be obvious or present to the individual. So let's say we take, for example, therapy. Um, you might have a conscious conversation about whatever issue you're dealing with. But it might not be the underlining cause of why you're having this because that's more of a conscious function of the brain. So when we look at intuition and being an intuitive, we're looking, you know, what's underneath the hood, you know, what's in behind what's really going on. And a lot of times it has to do with the subconscious. So that's where my work primarily goes. But yeah, just kind of summing that up, intuition is definitely, you know, the unseen world. So when I think of intuition, when I think of your work and what you did for me, um, I had worked with many people in the past. And for me, it was always surface, right? It was kind of, you know, um, uh, walking through puddles but not getting into the deep water of the cause of, of my um, uh, very, very uh, much dis-ease in my body, in my mind, in my spirit. So for me, it was you getting to the root, right? Root emotions, root fears, root um, um, root causes mm-hmm. as to why I was where I was at and why I was feeling what I was feeling. Whether it was physical symptoms, emotional, um, you know, uh, you you bring to light what lies in the darkness in people. And I'll explain one of the one of the main principles behind that is what I call the seed technique. And the seed technique is uh, basically what you could think of a, a tree, you know, starting at a seed and then growing into a tree and then having a number of branches. Okay? So when you look at the seed belief, right, that's the inception of when something began. So you could have the tree, you could have the branches, you could have like physical symptoms, emotional disturbances, you could have all these symptoms of the seed, uh, but it's not what the actual issue is. 
right? So even if we were going to a doctor and they were to do a scan, physically you might have an actual physical symptom that's showing up. It's not like it's 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 fake or or not real, but it's it's what is causing that. Right. You know what is bringing that out, and that's the seed technique. Right. You know where you can actually dig deep. Being able to um, assess that on your own, uh, you know, can be difficult. If you look at your process, the five pillars, you know, bringing to light um, certain things. But how do you get down to, you know, that deeper core? For me, what the five pillars did for me and what they continue to do for me is they set the stage for healing. So they provide me and they can provide anybody with a stage of peace and calm in the mind, body, soul and spirit so that you can go through the process of healing. Because I, my body was in such a state of fear and anxiety all the time over everything, I couldn't embrace healing. I couldn't embrace any modality at that point. So I used the pillars daily for years, and then I, I could get to a certain level, but to get to the level of healing that I'm at today, I needed to embrace something different, which was you. Uh, when I was blessed with you coming into my life, um, I really, I was at a point physically, mentally, emotionally that I could welcome it. Um, and you provided information that I don't think, I, well, I know I, I could never have tapped into otherwise. Right? So, um, but I know how you did it, but the listeners don't know how you do it. So, um, why don't you say what you do as the intuitive, and then I'll put my two cents in as to what part I played in as the client. Okay. So when you're looking at um, this as, um, I guess you could call it uh, quantum physics, and when you break down quantum physics, you really, we're talking about energy, right? So when you look at this type of modality, you're looking to really read energy, and so in the concept of reading energy, you're looking to, <clears throat> sort of like a computer system, uh, you're looking to scan, you know, its system and to see where the faults are, where the problems, where the viruses, where the computer. So you might be on your computer and you might have a symptom of a virus, you know, that it's not functioning properly, but you don't know what the underlying cause. So you have a program that scans it. So think of that concept as being able to scan and read energy. Sort of like a, a, um, a feedback system, where is you ask a question and then you receive information back from that energy. Once you can really assess, you know, what that energy is telling you, then you can get to a place of being able to actually release and let that go, right? And there's actually some very interesting studies right now about what's called the biofield. And the biofield is now being recognized by some big um, international organizations. Um, of health because the biofield is the energy field that's around all of us. So basically, you know, in simple terms, you're tapping into that biofield, you're tapping into that energy, and you're being able to read that information. So that would be good on its own, of course, because you would have information. Mm -hmm. Some people use that to go to their doctor and say, hey, you know, this is what Gavin said, um, that sort of thing. However, take it to a step further, you could actually get to a place where you can release and let go of what that is. And this you know? is your gift. Right. <clears throat> Absolutely, right? So this would be something that goes back many years, you know, um, since I was a child. I was always sort of like 
you know, intuitive to nature uh, that my parents were kind of like, whoa, that's interesting. Or, you know, he said something, how does he know that? Mm -hmm. You know, right? So that was more, you know, spontaneous. Uh, this is kind of like intuition on demand, using that skill um, and that gift to be really able to tap into that information on demand when somebody right. asks, asks me a question. So I get a direct question about a particular health issue or maybe an emotional disturbance they're having, and I'm able to tell them what's the underlying cause of that. Right. Generally, you know, mostly from an emotional standpoint. So you'll get uh, what's the emotional belief or um, trauma you know, that's associated with that. But any physical symptom, right? So any pain, any physical, always goes back to emotion, right? And that's what you can do the trace back to, right? Yeah, so I would say, you know, 95% um, of the time or more, you could get uh, definitely that there's an emotional component. Just to be clear, you could be in a car accident, for, as an example, right. and you could receive, uh, you know, mm -hmm. physical um you know, injury, mm -hmm. and that would be something different. Right. Um, now, that could still be uh, handled through different processes, but a lot of our, you know, uh, a client of mine walking down the street all of a sudden has a back spasm, didn't have a back spasm before, or didn't have back problems before. Um, and so a lot, of, a lot of my patients, all of a sudden something comes on, a health issue, a health concern. So you know, <clears throat> usually at that point, there's some emotional component to it. Mm -hmm. The body is sending a message. It's trying to talk to you, mm -hmm. right? In the case of um, uh, a lower back issue, you might be feeling unsupported in your life, financially or otherwise, mm -hmm. from uh, members of your family, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So when you don't feel supported and the back supports your whole family, what happens? Right. You know? So some of it's obvious like that. Others are less obvious. Um, but there's always, you know, in most cases, an emotional component. You know, so just remember, if anything you can remember today would be uh, your body is actually trying to send you a message. Always. Through a physical disturbance. Always. Right. The other thing, though, I think is important is, um, though I came to you with physical symptoms, I had also gone through a very traumatic life um, and through a very traumatic life experience. Um, through the illness, through the divorce, through the loss of my business. Um, I mean, we could go on and on. And there was a lot of emotion that was on the surface. A lot of, a lot of, um, uh, a lot of heartache, a lot of emptiness, a lot of what now, where do I go? Uh, and anger, right? And I knew that. I knew all these feelings that I was having. But I didn't understand the physical repercussions I was, I was causing myself by holding on to all that. And I think the biggest gift, and I've said this dozens and dozens of times and I will continue, the biggest gift in my healing was to come out the other side a gentler, kinder, more compassionate human being. And the way I was able to do that was through the work that you and I did about forgiveness. That was the biggest thing for me. And in forgiving and being able to open my heart, um, it allowed such goodness into my life. So sometimes, you know, we hold on to things. Um, we hold on to anger. We hold on to bitterness. We hold on to um, all these negatives because it's part of our story, right? And we don't want to let go of that story because we want to be, 
you know, we're warriors. This is what I did. We want to continue that story. But how it impacts your life and how it it cripples you from really um, receiving all that you desire in the future and, and creating that life. So by shedding all that, by by energetically clearing all that in me, it really, it opened my heart and and gave me this beautiful clean slate to start this this fresh purposeful life moving forward. Right? So I, I think that's something that we have to remember. I think, you know, people people may think it's just if I have an acre of pain I can go to Gavin. It's not just that. It's it's when you have for me deep uneasiness within myself. Well, this work will definitely take you to a place of getting very deep within yourself if you're willing to go there. Right. And one of the main, um, one of the major components of this work is based on a concept of what I would classify as an incompletion. So when we have an incompletion in our life, we have what you were just describing, uneasiness. The subconscious mind actually wants to get closure, wants to complete itself against what they what it sees as something that they didn't fully resolve. Right. Unresolved so, issue. Unresolved issue. So the unresolved issue or incompletion is really the core of the work around trying to, you know, get to a point where we can release it. Because a lot of people will ask, okay, how do you actually release and let go of something? Well, it's actually getting complete, you know, from our past. Getting closure, right? Getting closure, yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's what you got. Right. Now, people will say, who are listening, they'll say to themselves, oh, God, I don't want to go there. That's scary, and it's hurtful, and it's painful, and kind of unknown territory. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that uh, I really didn't jump for joy about doing this at the beginning, did I? No. Um, but I, I always showed up. And by showing up and feeling the fear and doing it anyway, I've been liberated. So um, the good news to me, uh, I always say that it simply begins with you, right? So um, all of our healing simply begins with us being brave enough to, to show up differently and to feel the fear and do it anyway, to feel those uneasy places, those dark places, and like they say, lean into it. And you make it so easy because it's really quite effortless on the part of the client. This is not like sitting in a psychiatrist's office where you regurgitate and vomit pain and heartache and feelings and, <clears throat> and, and it's excruciating. I've done it mm -hmm. for years. Yeah. Um, and it was futile. It, it, uh, it really... Uh, it's like chasing your tail. You get nowhere quickly, and it's exhausting. So uh, for me, as a client, um, really, this was the simplest, and this is also why I wanted you on the Simply Georgia Marie podcast, because this is the simplest, most direct, um, effective, and time-efficient way to heal, in my opinion, um, and in my experience. So... Uh, why don't you tell us what the onus is on the, the client that signs up with you? Well, yeah, and that's the interesting uh, part of my work is generally people uh, come to me for this reason uh, because they heard that they don't have to 
regurgitate everything um, going all the way back to their childhood <coughs> when they you know stubbed their toe or um, they fell off their bicycle. You don't have to do that. What I do require is some information, um, and that usually pertains to whatever the existing issue that they're having, problem uh, issue that's showing up in their life. Kind of like, hey, if I could wave a magic wand over you right in this moment, what would you say your number one issue that you're dealing with? Once you sort of ascertain that information, now it's just about really going into the deeper parts to discover that, but talking outside of that is not really necessary. So some of my clients later on in the process might be interested in going deeper into things, and a, a lot of my clients definitely find, uh, you know, some form of you know enlightenment in their life through books and courses and stuff. So it really starts to open up <clears throat> your consciousness to different things. But in the beginning, definitely, it's about just you know receiving that initial information. And I've I've had people tell me they've been in therapy for years um, and talked. You know, Ad for, nauseum. Yes, there you go, for <laughs> hours. And what I was able to tell them in five year, uh, five minutes um, was not, you know, attained during those uh, years of therapy session. And that's not to put down the therapy industry. Mm-hmm. It's more about talking about what we're speaking about in those sessions, not really what's going on because we're unaware of it. You know, that's really what's happening. Quite often, I think, with... with um, psychiatry or psychology it's dealing uh with the surface um and i i from my experience i never i never had um a practitioner and my practitioner was very good but he couldn't get to the root of what i got to with you um and i was always in shock and awe of what you would come to me with because um, I would tell you very little. It, it's not about feeding you information. It's just giving you the basis, basics, letting you do your thing, and then you'd come to me, and I'd have aha moment after aha moment after aha moment. And all of a sudden, my life connected. Incidents, feelings, emotions, physical symptoms, everything made sense for the first time in my life. And knowledge is power. And it put me in a power position, right, where I was finally understanding. And then when you did the clearings, so maybe we need to talk about the clearings. When you, when you would do a clearing, you know, what are clients going to feel? Okay, so the, the effects can, be, um, can vary. But in a lot of cases, it would be considerable to a, a detox, a physical detox. Uh, where you're releasing, you know, toxins and whatnot and having that kind of reaction. So in this case, you might have emotional detox where you might feel a little bit of a heaviness emotionally or you might feel just you're processing things, going through something. Um, That could be one scenario. Another scenario is somebody could just start feeling lighter because the subconscious is now releasing and letting go of this stuff from their past. Um, So you can kind of have, you know, highs and lows during that process. But as the days and weeks go on, generally people progressively get better. And the reason why that is, it's kind of like taking a weight off your mm-hmm. shoulders. Yeah. Releasing all that emotional <clears throat> you know, uh, baggage, as you call it, uh, is, is a weight that's resting you know, on your brain, basically, and causing you to just feel that kind of, you know, whatever it is, depression. Maybe yeah. it's feeling low. Maybe it's just 
you're you're you've got these cinder blocks that are that are holding you right. down. So as you start to release and let go, and that process of clearing is really about releasing um, those trapped and stored emotions that are really just circulating in your subconscious, trying to figure out and make sense of why X, Y, Z happened. Right. And for me, uh, I've done multitudes of clearings. My clearings always varied. Sometimes I felt absolutely nothing, which is possible because you have a lot of clients that don't feel anything when they have clearings done. Um, I know I have friends that have worked with you that say sometimes they have a little headache or they're a little tired or they just go to sleep. Um, But I would say the vast majority of people I know have said this has been the most painless experience for them and the most liberating. There is a process that you go through, though, as, as you do these clearings and these weights are taken off, there's like this space within you. Ah, uh, yes, the space. The space. And the space, it's, it's really weird and awkward at first because those, you and I both call them cinder blocks. So these cinder blocks of emotion and, and, and past traumas and, and all the, the, this negative energy that we've been carrying around, all of a sudden those cinder blocks are gone and you have to find your your equilibrium around it again. But once you do, there is a lightness of being that you cannot put into words. It's like someone saying, what is it like to give birth? You can't explain it. You have to feel it. You have to experience it. This is the exact same thing. And the, the other thing that I found that through doing the clearing, you're not stimulated anymore. Neutrality. Right? Neutrality. We love neutrality. You and you talked about it so much before when I started my healing with you, and I'm like, oh, what the heck this guy's talking about, this neutrality thing. But once you, once you reach neutrality, that's like utopia. Because for me, by marrying the five pillars with the neutrality that I gained with you, it gives you a level of peace within yourself that is off the charts. And for me, and I'm going to be very vulnerable in speaking of this, when I started working with you, I could not say my former husband's name. That's right. I remember this. Do you remember this? I do. And you brought it up to me. And I wasn't aware of it. And you said, you know, you can't say that person's name. I said, nope, I cannot. <laughs> and You didn't want to. No, I couldn't. It could not come out of my lips. And when I would try and say it, I had such bitterness. It was like, It was like having a dozen lemons in my mouth. It just wouldn't come out. And when you said, you know what, we need to work on this. We need to clear this. This isn't good. And I thought, no, 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 I'm not going to. I can't clear him. I can't do that. Because to me, it gave a free pass. When, When you talked about forgiveness with this person, I said, no. I said, I'm not giving a free pass. There's no way. He doesn't deserve a free pass. And then we started talking about what forgiveness really is. And why don't you explain what forgiveness is? Yeah, okay, so it's a very, very cool concept when you get to a place where forgiving somebody is not necessarily about, uh, like you just said, letting mm-hmm. them off the hook. Yeah. One of the most powerful techniques that I learned through this process is realizing that the, the lack of forgiveness for somebody is really hurting you as the individual. That's right. 
And the reason why that is is because you're holding on to it. So my work energetically, is all about, energetically, right. yeah. And and so my work is all about letting go and releasing. Um, but a lot of the people I talked to, they felt like um, that the whole conversation about a free pass or allowing them to, to get uh, get away. And I would get away with what they did. I would say each individual person themselves has their own accountability to the actions that they've taken in this lifetime. So. Actually, if you forgive somebody, you're not necessarily letting them off the hook for, you know, all this, all their own, you know, emotional repercussions of what they did. Right. Because you don't actually have control on that. Right. The forgiveness that you give somebody is actually uh, the forgiveness that you, you give within yourself to let go of what you're holding on to. Absolutely. Uh, which is Game a totally, changer. Which is a totally different concept. Yeah. So even in my life, when I went to people and I did... Um, tell them that I forgave them, um, they did have a transformational moment within themselves because they, they did their own healing, mm-hmm. but they still needed to do their own work. It wasn't, well, that's right. wasn't all healed for them, but the healing that took place with me was monumental. And what I think, and, and this, I, I brought up forgiveness because we were talking about neutrality. So in the work that I did to forgive my former husband, it freed me. You released the energy, and I did my part as well to consciously want to release that energy, to not want to hold that story, to not want to hold that anger and hatred, right? And to realize that karmically, we all have our own road to walk. So by giving him a free pass, he, he still has to live his life and, and put his head on his pillow, as do I, with whatever I did. Um, but by doing it, it discharged. It discharged that emotional stimulus that I always had with that person. So now I say his name freely. You do. And I not only say it freely, I say it lovingly. There's a big difference. Beautiful. Right? So when we can forgive in the deepest part of our being for people and just give love, it it reflects back to us, and we're filled up with that love. And I, there is no stimulus. There is a total discharge. It is completely neutral ground. And that is deeply healing. That is a game changer. These are the kind of things that Gavin Ashley does. So um, I cannot recommend this man enough uh, for what he's done for me, for my, my family, for my close friends, and loved ones, uh, this work is a game changer. And for people that uh, do not want to be sitting in a therapist's office for decades, get going nowhere on a hamster wheel, that want real change, that want to really live authentically, uh, I would say Gavin Ashley is your man. So, in closing, I want to thank you, Gavin. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It, ha- it has been wonderful, and we're very happy to say that Gavin is going to be a regular weekly with us, and we're going to be talking about all kinds of different topics. It's going to be very exciting. Yes. Can't wait. So, uh, thank you again, everyone. Um, please tune in to simplyjojomarie.com next week for episode three, and we'll give you a little teaser in the next few days and let you know what our topics are. And remember, healing always simply begins with you. For those of you that would like more information about uh, Gavin and his work and perhaps connect personally to him, 
He can be reached at gavindashley.com. This has been a presentation of the Jojo Marie podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you want to be a guest with Jojo Marie on her show, please go to simplyjojomarie.com and fill out the form below.